The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm here with Jerry Karaya. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about where does Saxo Bank see the price of silver headed? We're also going to look at just how big is the stock market bubble right now. Another big story of the week is that Tesla got into crypto. And one thing that the journalist neglected to talk about is their interest in the precious metals market as well. And finally, we'll also talk about why the price of silver hasn't already skyrocketed, how it how does it start to move from here? But first, let's talk about the supplies in the market. Jerry, first, how was your week? Week was great. Um, very, very busy. Just still getting caught up. Uh, thanks to all of the new clients, uh, the listeners. Thanks for joining us today. It's great to be back on the show. And we also want to thank everyone for being patient. We still yeah. have a, a lot of people we need to uh, get in contact with. But uh, please do use the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. And also join our newsletter. We'll be putting out a newsletter this week, and we're going to talk a little bit about one of the articles that is going to be in that uh, newsletter, which comes to us from Kitco. But let's start off the show talking about the supplies. You know, a lot, especially since last week, Jerry, at the beginning of the week, almost every e-store shut down and the product got zapped out of the market very, very quickly. What are you seeing in terms of availability right now? Wait, wait times galore. This is all we're experiencing. Uh, we do have, thankfully, thanks to, again, Paul Wiseman doing an amazing job, masterful job of managing the inventory, ensuring that we can actually procure product and get product in-house. Patience is required, yes, and an understanding of why this is occurring from the beginning, from the mining to refining to wholesale to us. We're getting it. Things are very slow, um, but thankfully, we do have product. Yeah, we've been able to procure silver maples. Silver maples we've got lots yeah. of silver maples now. 100-ounce bars are okay. It's We've got some 100-ounce bars. Kilo bars, we got some in. They'll probably move out very quickly. Same thing with 10-ounce bars. We did get some 10-ounce bars in. Not going to take a lot to make those disappear. But uh, right now, silver maples, 100-ounce bars, kilo, and 10-ounce bars are available. Um, those, surprisingly, new, those new silver kilo bars look great. The Perth silver kilos, I yeah, like those a lot. Yeah, yeah. they're they're a little uh, shorter, mm -hmm. thicker, mm -hmm. but clean. It's solid, yeah. Solid, clean. And uh, surprisingly, gold is not as available. You would think that this would be the product that would be more readily available, but it's something that we're just still waiting on some additional orders to come through to be, to be able to provide a lot more gold product. But that's the thing, ultimately, is products are always kind of consistently coming in and consistently moving out. So it, it it's one of those things. It doesn't take a lot to just evaporate certain supplies. That's why it's just important to keep checking and keep getting in touch with us and letting us know what you're looking to, to get into the market. Now let's start the show in terms of where the market's headed with Saxo Bank, Jerry, because you, you have an article here, and I believe this where they see the price headed is something that they were talking about before the whole Wall Street bets and Reddit crew got involved in the silver market and that new spotlight that got shone onto this market. 
Yeah, their their predictions. It was um, it was a they call it the outrageous predictions for 2021, and they entitled it that the sun shines on silver, which will sizzle because of this solar panel demand. So in industries are demanding at a high high uh, uh, basis, and never seen before, um, and they actually alluded and they wrote. Uh, but the real turbocharger for the silver price in 2021, even relative to gold, is the rapidly rising demand for silver in the industrial applications, especially those being driven, those driving the green transformation, such as voltaic cells used in solar panel production. In fact, the real silver supply crunch is on the cards for 2021. We're seeing that right now. Um, including what we're seeing with the new green deals, European green deal, China's 2060 carbon neutral goal. I mean, the list goes on. This transformation from diesel to solar to battery to everything green is going to really corner the silver market. So there, the demand and the fundamentals for silver is, is just tremendously strong. Yes, in this, they made this prediction prior to the Reddit forum, the Reddit users, pointing attention to silver bringing the the spotlight on silver they made this prediction prior to that but now they have actually lit they actually woke a sleeping giant the people who are who want to get involved in this market who see the fundamentals and compare it fundamentals for silver are much much stronger than bed bath and beyond and amc theaters and and gamestop and the like much stronger fundamentals for silver, and, and, and they and they allude to this. And their Saxo Bank is is a major institution here. And we'll get into the, some fundamentals later. So, where do they see the price headed specifically, or do they have a timeline? Uh, they do have a timeline. Uh, Twenty. It, it is this year. Um, Two thousand two hundred gold and fifty fifty dollar per ounce silver. Um, and uh, yeah, they're they're also citing the silver to gold ratios as well to exacerbate the silver the silver pop. So what the, what's interesting about this is what they're talking about is the certain certain demands industrially that are really going to push the price higher. And there was an interview this week with Keith Newmeyer, who we've had on the show before with um, on Stansbury Research, and he kind of just threw this in right at the last last minute, last couple minutes of the of the interview where he said. Literally, there's not enough silver being produced to supply the energy needs of the human race. <laughs> and that's applying to things like the green, the green Deal and electric cars. And just the fact that everything that we use in our modern day life, anything electronic, anything digital has silver in it. And you can't recycle this product that easily. There's no point recycling a, a quarter ounce out of a, out of a laptop. You know, the, those sorts of things, it's just not, the price isn't there yet. It's just not worth it. So this product just disappears. Yeah. It's not like gold where it's all still there above ground, which is great. But even if you think about that, for instance, there's five times more gold above ground than silver. So really, the price of silver should be five times the price of gold, mm -hmm. right? So silver should be trading right now like $8,000 an ounce or something like that. But although if you do look at the debt clock in the U.S., or the, right, the, the U.S. The, debt clock, mm -hmm. Silver on the debt clock is massive against the dollar. I think it's up to $4,500 or That's something. That's right. That's crazy. And gold, I think, is 35000 That's right. So there is incredible, incredible potential in the market in that regard. The number, 18778-SILVER, and the website, guildhallwealth.com. And Jerry, you're saying also that Saxo's talking about the ratio? 
Yeah, they did point out the ratios, um, a, a slight drop in uh, silver heading towards the low 60s, maybe into the 50s. So anticipating silver to pop and the reasons for silver to outshine outshine gold. The ratio is always an interesting thing to look at. I know that, again, Keith Meyer would say that the actual ratio of what's coming out of the ground is no longer 16 to 1. It's more like 8 to 1. Yeah. And we're currently in the high 60s, if not low 70s. Back in March, we got into the hundreds. And in 2011, the silver to gold ratio got down to as low as about 35 to 1. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't quite get to that uh, 16 to 1 or 8 to 1. But there's certainly, once the silver market starts taking off, because it is a smaller market, it could overshoot, couldn't it? Absolutely. We have to always remember the long term. And I just want to kind of echo what David Morgan, we had David Morgan on the show a while ago, uh, numerous times, and he talked about the longer something consolidates. And we've been in a long con consolidation with silver, very, very long. And we look back at this famous 50-year cup and handle chart. For those who follow charts and numbers, we have to as well. We have to be we can be ignorant to history and uh, silver has a massive 50-year cup and handle which is a technical sig uh, it is a technical indicator that shows bullishness going forward and right now silver is at the tail end of the handle which could only mean that we are heading into another super cycle in silver so yeah the the previous 35 to 1 was at the beginning of the handle but now we're at the tail end of the handle so therefore, this we didn't get the 16 to 1 or the 12 or the 8 to 1, but in the next super cycle, I think in my heart of hearts, I do believe that we'll be seeing 12 to 1. That was crazy. You just kind of described my life in the form of a chart. <laughs> I, I was sitting yeah. there thinking, I remember the 35 to 1, and I remember when gold silver was trading at that higher point, and you're telling me that that was the one side of the cup, and here we are on the other side of the cup because now all of a sudden silver, instead of being in the $18 range with high premiums were basically, you know, we were creeping up this past week, Yeah, right? We had that first spike last Monday, came back down to 26 or, you know, whatever it was. Now we're creeping back up into the $27 range. And even through January, we started off January pretty uh, in the low 20s. Mm -hmm. Now here we are crept up back into the high 20s. And it really just feels like 27 is the, 27 is the new 18. And there was a there was a time where we would say to our our clients, listen, once this thing breaks twenty one, we're off to the races on this because there'll be a new floors. There'll be new floors, mm -hmm. and that seems to be the case. That and it's not twenty one. I no. think we missed that one. I thought I thought twenty one was kind of the floor in this, but it looks to be more like twenty three, mm -hmm. twenty two and a half. And so that seems to be the, the new floor in the market, but here we are trading around 27. And I think that the new resistance level is that kind of $29, $30 range. And if we do break that, you could see a spike to 50. Absolutely. You could. It could come back down. It probably wouldn't be sustained. Who knows? We have to see where it goes. But the idea is you have an opportunity here to be accumulating in this $27 range. The phone number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. 
In the next segment, we're going to talk about the stock market bubble. And yes, we do believe it's in a bubble, but just how big is that bubble? We'll also talk a little bit about Tesla, and we'll also address the fact that the price of silver has not taken off. Some people might be a little disappointed about that. Others might be excited that they can continue to get into the market. But we'll be discussing that along with the fundamentals. Again, the number 18778 Silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. Remember, here at Guildhall, we are not advisors. You should definitely seek uh, advice of others. We are just analysts in the physical precious metal market, and we deal with only physical precious metals. So if you're looking to acquire physical gold, physical silver, we have a motto, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. And that means acquiring it direct from Guildhall, storing it in our our independent vault facility that's fully insured, underwritten by Lloyds of London, also IROC approved, which means you can also hold physical gold and silver in your registered account like RSP, TFSA, LIF, RIF, and even your RESP, which is something, Jerry, that I actually take advantage of to make sure that uh, I can get some physical gold and silver into my son's RESP. Before we go into the other things, looking at uh, the stock market, bubble, fundamentals in the market. Can you give us a quick update on, on what was happening on the prices the past week or two in precious metals? Yeah, this past week we heard from Fed Powell who maintained his support to be be accommodative, quote unquote, which just means that we're going to continue to print $100 billion, $120 billion of, uh, of money or currency every every month to keep the U.S. economy sustained. So we saw gold Hovering around 18, 1800 right now. We're flat on the day. Gold is eighteen twenty. We're recording on Friday, the twelfth of February. Uh, silver up a percent at twenty seven thirty. Uh, platinum and palladium groups doing very well. Platinum up one percent. Palladium up one and a half percent. It is Friday, so G seven meeting. All the leaders, including our very own Justin Trudeau, will be there as well. Prime Minister Trudeau is participating in that. So we're seeing oil. Uh, pop up about 3%, so which is supporting the Looney. Looney has been trading very well, good purchasing power for us Canadians, so we're we're uh, taking advantage of that. So it's very refreshing to see Canadians using their Loonies and converting out and getting into precious metals. I'm not uh, a big tea leaf person when it comes to what could happen in the market, but you have a G7 weekend and a long a, a holiday weekend, you're probably looking at some weakness in the in the prices of the, the metals. Mm -hmm. Now, does that really translate into actually acquiring it? Premiums are pretty high right now, so I don't know if you're going to get a, a massive dump down and all of a sudden be able to get silver $5 cheaper, but I do think maybe what we're seeing moving into the weekend right here could be some weakness. So if silver came off a dollar, it wouldn't surprise me uh, in the least. What is interesting, though, that the Fed is printing money like crazy. Like absolute crazy. And I think the difference between where we were even a year ago until post-pandemic, where people saw how much the governments were actually printing, you know, you go back to 2008, people bought that narrative that, oh, yeah, we papered over that, we lowered interest rates, we printed some money, quantitative easing, everything should be back to normal. It never got back to normal. Interest rates never went back up. They, they could barely pay off the balance sheet at the Fed. And so it didn't really work. Even if Bernanke got onto the cover of Time magazine, you, you kind of knew it just got swept under the rug. Once COVID hit, all of a sudden, 
it could not be swept under the rug anymore because now the governments are printing tons and tons of money, so much so that actually I saw a tweet from Jim Rickards that uh, the IMF is printing additional SDRs, the IMF being the central bank to the central banks. And if they're creating more SDRs out of thin air, that means that there's a lack of liquidity at the, mm -hmm. at the central bank level. And they've used this SDR. The SDR is a special drawing rate, which is a, a, ba is a currency. It's a digital currency backed with a basket of currencies within. So you have uh, the U.S. pound, pretty much the majors, pretty much the G7 plus China. They just included China as one. Um, but they've always alluded to the fact that this currency will be the currency of last resorts. Last resorts for what? Well, we're seeing the fundamentals. Yes, U.S. dollar downtrend. The, do the Dixie is very bearish, um, and they're on the cusp of uh, launching a $1.9 trillion stimulus. So uh, this is inflation expectations. Inflation is on the, on the top of mind of all institutions, including Tesla. Well, you just jumped ahead of me because I was going to ask you, Jerry, is that one of the reasons that Tesla is jumping into alternative currencies like Bitcoin right now. Yeah, so I'm going to just highlight an article that I read this week from DailyFX. I had I read it on Tuesday and I had to print it. I kept it on my desk literally all week. So the headline goes Gold US inflation expectations hint at gold as best store of value. So knowing that there was a a headline of Tesla's um involvement in Bitcoin, they wrote, there is a hint at future expectations in Tesla's 2021 10K filing with the SEC, whereby the company expressed that they were diversifying out of traditional assets and into alternative reserve assets to maintain adequ adequate operating liquidity, such as digital assets and gold. We, did we hear this? No. No, we did the not hear headline, about that. The headline was, don't look at gold, let's talk about Bitcoin guys let's keep our eyes fixed on the one point whatever billion he put in towards Bitcoin had this headline include gold we may have had a more of an upswing a more of a favor but you know what the fact is it's in the filing right it's in the papers and at the end of the day the the purpose of it is to have negatively correlated assets to the dollar so, you know, cryptos are, are decentralized outside the banking system, an alternative to the U.S. dollar, the U.S. dollar being a currency, not necessarily money, uh, because it's not a store of value because they've been devaluing it for, for debasing that for years, decades, multiple decades. But gold is negatively correlated to the dollar. And that is why you've seen gold average about 11% a year for the last 20 years. And this really does go back to when the dot-com bubble burst and they lowered interest rates trying to kick up inflation and get get the economy back on track. And that's where even more money started being printing. Then you get the the next crisis, which is the, which is the subprime crisis. Yep. And now you get the pandemic crisis and it's just bigger and bigger bubbles, more and more money. And the, and the, and gold is negatively correlated to the dollar, so it's an obvious asset to be owning right now. Yeah, and it also gold also does boast a positive coefficient with inflation. So as we're expecting and anticipating inflation, we're looking at the 10-year Treasury yield pointing upwards. That's an indication of future inflation. So they concluded their statement regarding the uh, 
the Tesla filing that they are essentially suggesting that they do not want their treasury to be held in U.S. dollars because they expect inflation to be high, meaning that gold is the next best asset as a store of value. Yes, initially the Bitcoin price did shoot up. It would, it, would, it would do given how volatile the cryptocurrency market is though. Gold is unlikely to see a direct effect of this. But the message that they are giving may be supported for gold in the medium to longer term. So you're not going to have that bounce up immediately because of Elon Musk. It's medium to long term. We're not day traders. We're not throwing the dice with our wealth as I always say. This is not a quick flip mentality. Um, there's an everything bubble. We're seeing bubbles everywhere. The place you want to be is, you know, buy low, you sell high. There is tremendous topside potential, very limited bottom side potential, maybe a dollar here for silver. But if you get involved here, the cup and handle awaits. Grab your silver cup. We're heading a lot higher. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. And Jerry, one thing that you were mentioning there, and I, it got me thinking that, you know, the cryptos, uh, the uh, GameStop, AMC, these are very, very small markets compared to the bullion market, compared to gold and silver. And I think what makes the difference there is that in those smaller markets, you can have sort of a binary action response where you don't get that as much with the precious metals because they are such a, they are a much bigger market. However, that said, this is a market where you have to tick away at it. Right. This is about right now. How do you affect the silver market and how do you end up making that market move sky high? And part of that is you demand physical that you don't go with the paper. Right. ETFs try to get the physical. How many people back in March decided <clears throat> I need toilet paper and I need to get my physical gold or physical silver? I'm going to call up and see if I can get it. And all of a sudden, boom, you couldn't get it. You found out very quickly once the tide went out who was naked. Mm -hmm. as Buffett would say. Yeah. So the idea, Jerry, is that it is insurance. And, you know, we've said it before. We'll say it again. When did Noah build the ark? Before the rain. You can't get insurance after the fire. You have to have it pre-fire. That's when it works. So the idea is, yeah, you don't want the price to take off right away. You want to be able to continue to get into the market and continue to build up to your 10 15% allocation Obviously, many people today have a much higher allocation than that simply because they're looking at, you know, the returns in the bank, what's happening in the stock market, which we will talk about in the next segment, the bubble in the stock market. But what kind of return are you getting? Inflation, all of these things. Where, where are assets overinflated? Where are they under, uh, undervalued? And looking at the precious metals and the fundamentals, you see that they're extremely undervalued here. Even though we saw a 45% move up in silver last year, there's a long, long way to go. So keep focusing on the physical stand and deliver for that. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. How big is the stock market bubble? We'll let you know right after this. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. So Jerry, we've been talking about uh, the fundamentals in the market. We've been talking about where the price of silver could be headed. One thing I found really interesting this week was just how big the stock market bubble actually is. And there was an article that Jan Neuenhaus put out and he said that the US stock market capitalization versus gross domestic product hit a record 200 
percent. So when you're thinking about, do I want to put money into the stock market? Can it double from here? The only thing that is going to push a doubling of the stock market, in, in my humble opinion, is hyperinflation, is just printing money and throwing it into the stock market. But at that point, it won't matter what you're what you're just burning the fire mm -hmm. you're like, or you're just burning the paper and it could go up. But is it going to be going up faster than the rate of inflation? What do you think? This is one of the many extremes that we're talking about. This number is astronomical and I'm not surprised. This is how they've been doing it. When you keep rates low, you're stimulating you. You're allowing these companies to borrow cheap, uh, literally at zero percent. And what are they doing with the funds? They're buying their own shares they're bubbling up this stock market do we want to play the roulette wheel with our money do we want to throw the ball into this roulette wheel and hope that it's going to continue that it's going to land on red or seven it's not going to happen not with my money if you want to take a, take a gamble with your wealth go right on ahead but this is an everything bubble we talked about the price to earnings price to book price to sales if the the valuations the three valuations that everybody every investor should be looking at they're all at extremes, never seen before levels. These are the highest they've ever been. Could it go? Yeah, it could potentially go. But again, we're talking about potential. Silver has tremendous topside potential. We're not in a bubble here, folks. This is where you want to be parking wealth. But the, the fundamentals is wealth insurance. We need to insure our wealth. Absolutely. And the idea is to make sure that you own actual physical product. If you need insurance, you don't go out and buy an insurance stock. You actually have to go out and get that insurance. Same thing with precious metals. If you're going to hedge against the dollar because you're looking for a negatively correlated asset, then you don't just simply buy exposure to the other to a market. You actually, and not an investment, you need ownership. And that's what gold and silver that we're talking about is about gold and silver ownership. And doing that is scary sometimes. It's a whole different way of looking at things even though it's as old of, as old as time. <laughs> Precious metals has been a store of value for thousands of years, yet sometimes getting into this market for the first time can be a bit scary because it's, well, how does this work? There's a spot price and there's a, a retail price and they seem to be extreme and I've got to convert my money. There's just, there seems to be a lot of obstacles to get into this market for the first time. How do you, Jerry, comfort someone or give them the confidence that, that it's okay to, to deal with these type of issues when you're getting involved in the market. Again, if we're buying insurance, we're not, we want to obviously get the best premiums, the best quotes. It's very important. But at the end of the day, if you don't have that insurance, you're, you're exposed. So um, ed education is key, explana explaining and being Guildhall, which is being transparent with every, every facet in acquiring precious metals and ensuring that it is physical and you're going to be getting title ownership of each individual bar that you own. These are taken out of the system, off of any entity's balance sheets, especially if you're holding it in an RSP or a Lira. These are your long-term investments. These are your, this is long-term money that's gonna be kept in your plan. And most, most importantly, you're taking the money outside of the bank, outside of the banking system. Sure, it may show up in an RSP on your screen, but guess where the silver is? It's sitting in a vault in a depository storage fully insured away from the financial system. Once we understand that it, this is the way to do it and how to attain insurance for your wealth, let's discuss how, how markets fluctuate, 
why it's doing what it's doing, but why we're going to continue to rise. We're not too worried about the premiums now because the fundamental reasons for precious metal to continue are much louder, much, uh, they carry much more weight than the small premiums that we may be paying today. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. You know, Jerry, I, one of the things that I've been noticing recently is within the trend towards physical metal, which has been there, I would say the big trend started to move into that direction over the last six years, um, especially when we were starting the registered accounts where it's direct ownership of the metal. Uh, you could really tell back then, you know, five, six years ago, that this is something people wanted. It's something that they demanded. They really were starting to open their eyes to say, I do not want paper. I do want physical. And we knew that this was the direction. So, And it's worked out very well. But at the same time, I'm seeing right now what the new trend is, in a way, is that it's not just about holding physical. And this is something that the Reddit and Wall Street Bets thing is. It's, it's a vote against the financial system. It's not necessarily a worry about the financial system, but it's a there's a fine line between between fear and anger, mm -hmm. if you will, and it's not just being fearful of all the all the value that you've earned over the years, and now it's sitting in a bank. It's not just the fear of losing that that is pushing you to have this physical insurance, but it's also in some ways a bit of anger mm -hmm. of. I can't believe they're, they're doing this to our future. I can't believe they can print this much money. I can't believe that if I go out and make money, they want to cancel me, right? Which is what happened with Reddit. It's, it's like as soon as they wanted to make money, they, the Wall Street was like, well, we have to regulate this. Well, no one's looking at, at JP Morgan who they just get taxed a little bit and continue to make all this money, continue to spoof whatever it is. That's why it's so important to go with the physical. That's why it's so important to not play into that system. And if you own the physical product and you own it directly and it is physically yours and you can go to the vault to personally audit, you're safe. Mm -hmm. You're safe. No one can take that away from you. There is no counterparty risk, and that's the key. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. There is more to come on The Real Money Show, and you're listening on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. We're talking about physical precious metals. Just to get a quick update on the supplies, supplies are rolling in. So if you're looking at physical precious metals, uh, just touch base with us often. Right now we do have some silver maples back into the market, some 100-ounce bars, a few 10-ounce bars. Uh, those might be rationed out, some kilo bars, which we got from Perth Mint for the first time, which we're excited about those. And gold is actually something that's a little bit in short supply. There is going to be a bit of a delay on gold. Hopefully we get a nice update for you next week and those are, are more readily available. So far in the show, we've talked about where Saxo Bank saw the price of the metals going, specifically silver, and they were looking for silver to get to $50 even before the Reddit and Wall Street bets put a, a spotlight on the market. We've talked a little bit as well, Jerry, about the fact that Sometimes we expect a binary response in the market that, hey, I just bought it. Everyone's buying it. There's no physical product available. How come the price isn't skyrocketing? And before we move on, let's just quickly sum that up and, and tell people why that doesn't happen so quickly necessarily. It doesn't happen that quickly necessarily because it's very short term. It's a knee jerk reaction. It's a lot of noise going on. And the the caveat um, is the the Reddit users, the 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 coordinated effort 
was initially looking at SLV, the ETF, for purchasing their silver, not a way to, to, to impact uh, their, their goals of, of controlling this market and controlling the people. You have to go after the physical. The physical is depleting, supplies are exhausted, and uh, this is more of a medium to longer term outlook. And also because you have a, a, a new swath of individuals looking at this market and they'll start to educate themselves on this market. And I think the more they do, the more they'll be looking at the physical as well. Reuters po pointed that out as well. There was a sil the Silver Institute came out with a report that Reuters could not avoid talking about. They brought out, yep, the silver industries are, are peaking. Uh, they require so much silver right now. Um, but they have actually reported that gold demand and silver demand is hitting an eight-year high, uh, primarily because of people. We the people getting involved in the silver industry. This is great. And, and also, you know, I've noticed that the, over, the, over the last couple of years, more savvy people have been getting into the market. And you hear a similar thing every time. I can't just sit there with this cash in the bank getting no interest, losing to inflation because I went grocery shopping last week, right? <laughs> that's, that's what you hear. Everyone's saying, we go grocery shopping. We know prices are, are going much, much higher. And as the p pandemic comes to a, to a close, you'll see the prices going further and fur higher and higher still as businesses start to get going and all of a sudden they find out, well, the, pr the premium to ship a crate across the world is more expensive. You know, companies are starting to kick back, like get built back up and all of a sudden they have to go, you know, we got to make up for lost time. We have to add a price here, right? You're going to see probably you want to go to a, go to a game somewhere. There's going to be an added little, little cost for things, right? Just to try to make up, there is going to be a lot of inflation coming through and that's going to play a big role on when you've got money in the bank, how is it doing for you? How is it doing just sitting there at 1%? So people are looking for alternatives. They look at the stock market and they intuitively just think that it's really high. How can I feel comfortable going into this? And then you find out, well, it's actually 200% to GDP. That's absolute craziness. So the idea is to diversify a little bit. And when you're looking at precious metals, the fundamentals are debasement of currencies. As a result, you're going to get inflation. Finally, you're looking at supply and demand, which anyone who has who has eyes can see what that fundamental looks like. And there's no way JP Morgan came up with 100 million ounces over three days to throw into the ETF, <laughs> right? right? No way, no, no way. Do your research. I don't know for sure, but there's no way. The, how could that have happened? So the idea is keep going after the physical. It will break the, the paper market as uh, uh, Andrew McGuire the, the whistleblower for who once worked at JP Morgan talks about it saying the way the, the, the tail is wagging the dog mm -hmm. right now in terms yep. of the paper market that will end. And when it does imagine where the price of silver could actually go. And even conservative views are saying there's a possibility silver could get to $50 this year yep. on a, on a very conservative tilt. You're looking at silver getting into the low thirties, maybe mid thirties. I, I see that as a strong possibility, especially if this type of demand keeps up. What do you think? The forecast aside, the fundamentals are, are going to be charging us forward. Um, I try to mute the forecasts as much as possible, especially from the, um, the mainstream sources. It's nice that they're jumping on board. I think they have to jump on board or else they're just going to get left aside and the train's going to leave. Um, but forecasts uh, because of the supply issues. I'm looking at the forecast for supplies and there is real no indication as to how 
long we're going to be waiting for product. And that is the Achilles heel here. If you can't get the physical out of here, and people are inquiring, uh, what do I do, Jerry, with the cash in, in the bank? I'm, I have a lot of cash sitting there. Um, I'm afraid of this Bank of Canada that just continues to print money, $4 billion a week. And remember that the Bank of Canada speaks every single month. And the last month that they spoke, the loonie actually went up because the Bank of Canada Governor Macklem said, well, we're not going to cut interest rates uh, today, folks. So the loonie goes up. What are they going to say next month? What are they going to say the following month? We're waiting. We're sitting on the fence. We're on... <laughs> We are on, uh, we're on uh, eggshells. We're walking on eggshells here if we're sitting in Canadian cash. So you're better off parking, parking your wealth in some physical precious metals, a nice balance between gold, silver, with some platinum. We love platinum. The supply shortages are, again, abounding in, in the platinum supplies. The World Platinum Investment Council spoke, and they reported that uh, demand from manufacturing, healthcare, environmental, renewable, everything's coming back to platinum from palladium. So... Uh, a little bit of both or each would uh, would uh, suffice. Absolutely. And with Guildhall, it's always London Bullion Market Association approved, meaning it meets a certain quality criteria. It means that um, it's sourced ethically and that these mints and refiners can handle global business, which means at the end of the day, this product is as good as gold. It is uh, liquid assured. You can sell this anywhere around the globe. And that's what we do at Guildhall, whether it's buying it direct or within your registered account. If you're new to the market, you can check out some of our Trustpilot uh, reviews. You can also check out some past shows on uh, The Real Money Show on uh, on YouTube. Just search Guildhall Wealth. We've been here uh, on AM640 since 2008, Jerry, if you can believe it. And uh, it's so great to see what's happening in the market. We're really excited. And we're also really excited to see what the week brings and what uh, we can bring to you next week, the listener. We want to thank everyone for joining us this week. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone and happy Family Day. You've been listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.